Ladies and gentlemen, what if I told you that right now, right here on this very podcast that you're listening to, there is a genuine, true hero among us? When a hero comes along with his strength to carry on. Who sings that? That's that. Well, that's uh, that's Mariah. hero. That's uh, Whitney and Mariah. Mariah. Mariah I hate Mariah Carey. Please don't do that. It is a strong word. It is, but I don't like. Okay, I strongly dislike Mariah Carey. I loathe Mariah Carey, <laughs> but I hate her stupid ex-husband Nick Cannon, the worst, most untalented human being on the planet. Hey, welcome so much, and thank you for joining us on the uh, the morning after podcast with Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews. If you're listening, you're not from the Kansas City area. We are a morning country radio show in Kansas City, and our boss said, "Hey, do." a podcast because we need to make more money. So here we are, except this hasn't made any money yet, but we'll get there. We'll get there. You know, we're going to get there after everyone hears this amazing story of how I saved a life this week. I mean... Hello. How to save a life and I hero. <laughs> Jenny's a hero. All right, so here's what happened. What had happened was... <laughs> <laughs> Lay it on us. Yesterday, um, I, I left to pick up my kids at school, and I left a little extra early because I, I wanted some time to sit in car line. It's kind of where I do my office work. I get my you know texting done and my appointments made and Instagram such. stories, Facebook, right. Twitter. All the things. So <laughs> I was gone probably in total, maybe a little over an hour by the time I, I did that, picked up the kids, and got back home. So I get back home and pull in the garage and my daughter runs out like she always does to go you know, play in the yard. Two seconds later, she comes back to me still getting things out of the car and she says, Mommy, she's like, Mom, come, hurry, come quick. There's a lady and she's yelling for, for me to tell you to come out here, get your mom, get your mom. And I'm like, what? Sounds like a <laughs> creeper. Well, so I go out and I look, they're building a house behind us and I see this woman from afar. She's on the second level balcony of the house, which is under construction, and she's like she's stranded on an island, right? Like <laughs> flailing her arms. Help! <laughs> Literally. Help! Yes. And so uh, I'm like, what? Wait, what is happening right now? So I get a little closer, and she's you know, explaining to me that she's locked herself out on this on this balcony or whatever. So I actually had to drive around to the front you know, of the house and, and I park and I'm thinking, how am I even getting in this place? Whatever. Anyway, I finally get to her, the door locked from the outside. You know, she was not able to unlock it. What had happened was the wind was blowing and the wind blew the door shut. And then here she is trapped on this balcony, um, because the wind had shut the door and she was up there for a grand total of three hours. Wow. That's a long time. Before I came to her rescue. She was so extremely grateful. She was thinking of ways to like make it through the night. It was a little chilly last night. She's like, well, I could bundle up in my shirt and you know, one time when I was in middle school, I, uh, you know, it was one of the things where I, I would bring a house key cause I would always get home before my mom who worked till five. And, uh, I would come home and let myself in the house and da da. I forgot my key one day and just for whatever reason, like none of the neighbors were home. So I was locked out of the house. And this was only this is probably for like two hours. But I'm in sixth grade. That's a long time. And I'm by myself and I can't even get the garage open. I literally curled up 
on my front porch and fell asleep. Like I did, I, I did. I looked like I was homeless, and I, I was just like, "Ooh!" And, and my mom actually took it as a. Uh, she made it a learning point. She's like, "One, don't forget. You know, always double check to make sure you have a key." And two, she's like, "I hope that little small glimpse of you know that was two hours you couldn't go into a home. Now imagine being somebody who doesn't have a home to go into, and if you don't want to get yourself in that situation, you best make sure you put yourself in a situation to succeed." Good life lessons from mom. Telling you what, man. She's How about a, that? She's a smart cookie. She let me make mistakes once and then said if it happens again, then she would bring the hammer down. Have you guys ever saved a life, though? I'm waiting. Anyone? Um, oh, in Call of Duty, the video game. Yeah, I saved <laughs> one. This guy I revived him. I feel like you've taken a lot more lives in Call of Duty than you've yeah, saved. Yeah, come at me. If you're 12 years old or younger, come at me. All right, so let's, Xbox. <laughs> let's see. I mean, yes, you're a hero. I am. But I'm really cool. I had a really cool experience. Um, so if you're in the Kansas City area, you know the Mavericks hockey team, our minor league hockey team, plays out there at the Cable Dahmer Arena. I, I've done a lot of work with them. I love hockey in general. I love being a small part of that team. And I got an email last week from the uh, Mavericks organization. <laughs> and they said, uh, hey, how would you like to come out to the arena and drive the Zamboni. Say what? And guys, you know me, and you know my love for hockey. I mean, I was doing backflips out of my shoes. I was so excited for this. So you might want to explain what a Zamboni is for those who don't know. If you know, if you don't know what a Zamboni is, get the hell away from this podcast and never come back I again. I just learned okay. what a Zamboni was a couple years ago. The, the machine that that smooths the ice in you know whether you go ice skating or at a hockey game, and the, the machine on the ice that makes the ice nice and smooth again. Mm-hmm. Anyway, got the opportunity to drive one the other day and it was incredible. I'm told I did, I did two laps around the ice to the Cable Dahmer Arena and Jenny you had asked me so how, you know, how was your work? Like how did it look when I was done? <laughs> well they didn't actually let me put the flat down and mm-hmm. actually drag the water along the ice. I just got they lifted the fl- the back thing up and I just drove it around and but they did a, they did say I did a good enough job to where they increased the RPMs so I went a little faster. Proud how of fast? you. How fast was this? Probably 6 Miles per hour? <laughs> Woo! Or six inches per hour? Uh, <laughs> no, I think, I think, I think, I'm probably exaggerating. I would say we upped it though from like two to four miles per hour with the increased RPMs. But hey, that's all it takes because, you know, those Zambonis, they're built to turn really sharp because yeah. they have to to get those angles. And so I was, you know, I'm doing four miles an hour in a giant machine on ice and I. Busted a quick right, spun the thing out a little bit. I was kind of proud. Call me Evil Knievel. I didn't realize I was such a badass, is all I'm saying. Mm. So, you have that story to tell about how you know, you're know you so cool. And I really had hoped that I would have a story to tell you about how I was so cool that time that I was picked to be on a jury. Um, however, oh. okay. You guys don't know how much I love true crime. Well, you do know. I tell you all the time. Yeah, we hear it. I mean, I watch... (laughs) No one cares. Literally, no one cares. I watch complete trials. In fact, I already know the verdict of this trial that I'm currently invested in that happened back in like 2005, I think. And uh, basically, this lady killed her husband and then chopped him up and put him in suitcases and dumped him in the bay. Riveting, right? It sounds like a Joe Pesci movie. It does sound like the plot of a movie. 
Anyway, um, I love true crime, so I was very excited, unlike most people who get that summons, you know, for jury duty in the mail. Oh, I rolled my, I got it in Columbia a couple years ago, rolled my eyes. That's the last thing I want to do is sit on a jury to decide someone's fate for stealing some licorice from a 7-Eleven. I don't care. Listen, Mm. I'm here for it. I don't care the case. I want to be on that jury more than anybody. And now I'm bummed because I don't think my name's going to go back in the hat for another like five years or something because you had to call this number. So I got the summons on like Monday and then on Friday you had to call this number to find out if you, you know, have to show up or whatever. Well, first you have to go online and fill out this juror questionnaire, which I did like a good pre-juror should. Good citizen, yes. A good citizen. And um, it told me, this is exactly what it said. Thank you for completing your e-juror questionnaire. You are currently required to report on 929 at 8 a.m. I was very excited. Uh, you screenshotted it and texted it to Sure did. We remember. <laughs> so then I, like a good citizen, had to call that number, you know, the next day or whatever, to find out. And then when I called the number, they said, this case has been resolved. Your jury duty is complete. You no longer have to come and blah, 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 blah. Oh, congratulations. Should. Way to go, Jenny. You guys, I was not okay. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the deal. Um, there was a there was a uh, a pretty big crime not far from you that long ago. I don't remember the details, but somebody got There was a murder at the price chopper. What? I mean, hello. I could that could have been the case. No, there's no way it was the case though, because that did not get resolved out of court. There's no way. Anyway, I'm just saying I would have been the best juror that ever lived, and I was hoping to have all these great stories to tell you about my experience. I was already planning what to wear. Oh, you are obsessed. Obsessed. Right there, right there is why you didn't get picked. Yep. Did you hear what you just said? You said you were going to come back in and tell us all the stories. You can't. You're not allowed to do that as a juror. You can after your service is complete. You are allowed to write a book. You're allowed to talk to the media. You're allowed to tell anybody you want about anything. But I think they know you're in media, and I think you will forever be screwed because of that. Thank you for ruining my dreams. I'm not trying to ruin your dreams. I'm trying to prepare you now so you don't repeatedly get your heart broken in the future. Then I'm going to have to go into law at some... I'm going to have to be a paralegal. I'm going to have to, like... I gotta figure something out because I love it so much, and I'm not getting paid to do any of this research that I'm doing on these trials. Paralegal, What's you know that what mean? you know what Jenny should do? Courtroom sketch artist. Well, I'm not a very good artist. Thought about that. I also thought about being a court reporter. You know, have you ever? Oh. I mean, do you know what I'm saying? Like you've seen the people do the court reporting, and they have this little. It looks like a typewriter in front oh, of them. Yeah. Oh, but it's not. I watched a YouTube on it. It's got like six keys. <laughs> And if you watch the court reporters, they're amazing, and they're taking down and all the information, everything that's said during the trial. And so I watched a video on how it all works, and it's, I think you have to have, I think they're probably smarter than the lawyers. I mean, you have to be almost a genius to operate this thing. They have six keys. What do you, what do you I'm mean? I'm serious. Like, you know, a typewriter, you, yeah, yeah. You, you would type out every word, like, how you would type. This has, like, six keys in it, and you don't do it by... It goes by word. So, like, if you want it, I'm not even explaining it right. Watch the tutorial, but it's almost impossible. Ain't nobody to watching this. Okay, I ain't watching Lynn. the tutorial. It's fascinating. <laughs> You're the only person who ever. <laughs> a, the crazy person is whoever put it on YouTube. B, you're crazy because you put it up there, but you're obsessed with that stuff. So I get it. Hey, I think. Okay, I just got a text message. I have to leave the podcast for like three minutes. I'll be right back. Okay. In the meantime, you should teach Taser. He's talking about YouTube videos that he thinks are insane. Can you just try to explain to him the, the joy that is ASMR videos? I feel like Tater needs a deep discussion about ASMR. Okay, you go. I'll tell him about I'll be right that. Back. I also want to know, too. Okay, you call me nerdy. You think I'm a, a weirdo and a freak because I watch YouTube videos on, yeah. you know, trials and everything else and, and, and tutorials. What? What, what's some weird stuff that you're 
YouTubing? Okay. What are you looking at? So I, I wouldn't say this is weird because I'm not weird. No. But uh, so I like collecting football cards. Or I did, I should say. Very expensive hobby because you open a pack. And, and, and the kids may have uh, bought Pokemon cards or something before. Oh, my son's obsessed. So it's the same thing. You never know what you're going to get in a pack yeah, of those cards. Yeah, which is annoying when you're a mom who has a kid who's expecting a freaking Pokemon. I need this. I need this. I need this. Exactly. Yeah. You will, the, the biggest thing you could ever get, like pulling a Patrick Mahomes autograph rookie card that's one of one made, the amount of money it's probably priceless. So you open a pack, you never know what you're going to get. But yeah. the nerdiest thing I ever did was, instead of me opening packs up in real life, I would watch YouTube videos of people opening up these cases and then opening up each box and seeing what cards they had. So the, My son does this, but he for, does it with Pokemon cards. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Okay, That's his so favorite that thing to watch. But it's great for me because it's free. Yeah. So he gets the joy of seeing somebody open up a you know, rare card or whatever, but I don't have to pay for it. But the thing is, it, it, it is cheap on your end because you're not having to pay for it, but you're actually not, like, it's it's not good because the fact that you when you watch a video, you see somebody open up something cool, you want to open up something cool. So what do you do? You go to the store, and then you open up uh, the packages, and then you may or may not, I've gotten some really cool cards, and I've sold some. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sold one card, and it got me enough money to sit Two rows in the ice and an NHL game. Like, how much are we talking? Uh, it was $170 something dollars or so really? before. Oh, there's cards that go for way more than that. Oh, I know that because, oh, I can't remember the amount now, but we looked up the most expensive Pokemon card or whatever, and it's some insane amount of money. Because they make those that are um, one of one made and stuff like that, or one of five made or something like that. You know how that's like a collector's car almost because yeah. of the fact there's only been so many made. And then other videos that I've watched, uh, you know how I played the Call of Duty. <laughs> God, Sorry, wait. woo, that came out. Hey now, can we get a mop over here? I'm serious. Uh, so <laughs> I watched. Uh, I played the Call of Duty on Xbox, and and when they have like new maps come out, or uh, you know, you find out the best way of attacking somebody, or, or peeking over something and shooting at them. So I'm watching the videos like while I'm working out and stuff like that. But now, oh I'm kind of you old. and my son could be best friends. I really think. And that. he's old. Uh, almost eight. Yeah, and I'm 36. <laughs> and I'm you 30. also play Xbox with 12-year-olds every day. <laughs> I'm 36, and he's not even 10 years old. Cool, we can be yeah, best friends. Super, awesome. Hey, come on over. But uh, No, in fact, speaking of the internet, I so Mike and I, we enjoy watching ASMR videos, and if you're not familiar with what that is, well, you'd really think we were freaks, because it's basically where there are certain sounds, like the crinkling of paper, you know. And then, okay, so I'm, I'm going to lie and say that it never has affected me. I felt a tingle. A couple times while you guys guys have like and we'll for you listening studio. for you listening here on this podcast you don't know how obsessed these two are they will literally pull up on YouTube crank the volume up yeah. about this lady eating pickles yeah or crinkling paper I love and I'm the just pickle like lady the, the weirdest Mike thing in the world hey Mike you're back, back in. <laughs> hi. We were just talking about ASMR, the pickle eating lady. Just, just, just have my back on oh, that. She's oh, awesome. that that one. I get it, but that one doesn't do it for me personally. Oh. Is what I'm saying. All right, sharp left. We're changing the subject. It's time that people on the podcast know what people who listen to our morning show on Q104 in Kansas City already know. My wife, Katie, makes the best gosh darn lasagna this side of the Mississippi or the other side of the Mississippi. I've been bragging about this lasagna for so long that Jenny has correctly WTF'd me because she has never had my wife's lasagna. So right here live, or since you're listening to this and we're not live, it's recorded, right now... 
Jenny Matthews, I present to you a hearty serving of Mrs. Keller's The Reason She Has a Ring on Her Finger Lasagna. And it yes. looks amazing. I gotta say, I feel rude though, because Tater's sitting over here salivating. I've had some. Here, you yeah. have had it. Okay, you I've have had it. it. Okay, then I don't feel so bad. Yeah, Tater's tried Mrs. Keller's lasagna, and I told him I would bring oh him God, more if he ever amazing. brought in food for us. I which thought about he this has morning. Yet to okay. do. I have to be honest, this looks delicious. Is this gonna be hot? Can I burn my mouth? Uh, give it a little blow. Yeah, blow. Actually, let's let that <laughs> give it a. <laughs> Blow it. Yeah. <laughs> and put a little more cheese on that first right, bite. There's okay. no cheese. Yeah. Get, God bless you. And I, made, goodness, and I microwaved it extra long, too, so the cheese was extra melty and stringy. Like, okay, when you lift the right. fork up, there's yeah. that stretch of cheese. That is so hot. Hey, make little... extra mouth noises into the microphone there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> She's going to burn everything. If I burn my mouth... Oh my God, I just burned my mouth the other day on pizza, and I had to do a special rinse and everything to get rid of those. Hey, special hey, rinse? Yeah. Just eat, eat the dang lasagna. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Oh, my God. Oh, God, you sound disgusting when you eat. That yeah, is, that's weird. That is to die for. That is good. This is, you're talking, oh, wow, to, you're talking to a man that before he met Katie was open to the idea of marriage, but honestly thought, it's probably not going to happen for me. Mm-hmm. And I met Mrs. Kent. Look, we get along great, and she's my best friend in the world. But I'm telling you, that mm-hmm. lasagna was the... Was, oh my was god, the that is so good. What does she do? It's like so good. <laughs> you think I'm going to tell you what she does? Hold on. Do you know what yeah. I like? There's no ricotta in this, is there? Uh, no, that no. There's not the ricotta cheese. It's that's all, why I love it. It's um, it's all mozzarella and provolone. Okay, and that's that's ton. the difference. I don't like and the ricotta ton, cheese. He says, <laughs> like, hey, Jenny, just so you know, yeah, by eating the amount of cheese that you're eating in this lasagna, yeah. you will not have to Poop. spend an extended amount of time in the restroom <laughs> for the next seven to ten days. It's kind of like quarantine with COVID. Wow. Like you, you're. Your backside will be quarantined for the mm. next seven to ten days. Is what you're gonna, that is good. Jenny's going to have to blow the dust off the squatty potty whenever she goes <laughs> next time. <laughs> that is okay. For those of you, by the way, let's get into that. I'm choking on the cheese. That's <laughs> what she said. For those, I'm glad you brought up the squatty potty. Tater's not a firm believer in the squatty potty, and that's sure we're all entitled to our opinions, and that's fine. But I will say, the squatty potty is the greatest invention ever made. If you're not familiar with the squatty potty, all it is is a, a, a stool about six, eight inches high. Oh, you said stool. Your stool, six, uh, your stool, That's a lot stool. of stool. Anyway, six, six inches high, what you do is it goes kind of under your toilet and then when you, when, you, when you need to sit down to do your business, you know, bring the newspapers they did back in the day. Your business. Ah. Sorry, I'm sorry, go ahead. Children, I'm trying to tell a story here. I'm, I'm saying, yeah. no, you, so you sit down, you pull it out, and basically you put your feet up on it. That's what she said. Pull it out. Wow. What are you, what are you sorry. pulling out? Go, go, sorry. Let's start the story over. So you're sitting there, you take the squatty potty, you, you, yes, you pull the squatty potty out, and then you kind of set your legs on it. And what that does is, is it puts your body in more of the natural squatting position. You don't think about this. And it, it's like, it's gross, but there's a good lesson here. The human body, when it's, taking care of that business is naturally designed to be in a squatting position. Before there were toilets, you would just squat like and it's that's the natural position that a human is supposed to be in so what this does by raising your legs you're still able to sit on a toilet like an evolved human but it puts you in a more natural squatting position let me break it down for you that stuff just comes right on out you don't even push (laughs) it just comes out and 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 more comes out like when you are in the regular seated position sometimes not all of it comes out because your colon is not all the way open you are fully evacuated Yes, you Thank are. You. It's Thank like, you. It's like the log flume at Six Flags. Whew. 
shooting right out. Right on out. And those logs flume right out of your backside. But the thing is. I tried it. I bought the knockoff one from Walmart.com. Problem number one. Problem. <laughs> oh, is it that big of a difference? Yes. No. yes. There are some items where brand matters. Okay. So I tried and I couldn't do it, but um, and I gave it away. I'm not gonna lie, I gave you it away. G- who did you? G- who did you give that away to? And how did ex- that conversation yeah, right. go? Well, my ex came over and she was talking to me about stuff, and I was like, uh, she was like, oh yeah, I heard you guys talking on the radio about the squatty potty. How's that going for you? I said, it ain't going. <laughs> She was like, well, you're not going to use it? I said, no. She goes, oh, I'll take it. Right. I haven't asked her or asked her if she has been using it and how it's been going, but I would assume from what you guys tell me, it is all smooth. I'm going to tell you it's life-changing, and we'll stop talking about poop because that's really gross, but I mean, truly, it is life-changing. And if you have any issues in that department, I'm just going to keep it real and say, give it a shot. And, and, and I know it's gross, but like at the same time, this this kind of conversation, I think, is necessary because all, all silliness and her-her poop jokes aside, it really will make you feel better. Because you, we all know that feeling of a, of a there are times you go and you, you, you feel like, God, this, there's still something else there. Mm-hmm. And there's other times where you're like, got it all. Right? You'll get that got it all feeling every time. Very satisfying. We need Squatty Potty to sponsor this podcast yeah. now that I'm thinking about it. Because I have three bathrooms in my house and only two have Squatty Potties. I need that fixed. Got to get it. Got to get another one. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I love it. I, I, and you know what? We were talking about brands and how brands make a difference. So last or a couple nights ago, Katie was making dinner and we do this thing called the Cheesy Chicken Skillet. It's made by Velveeta, and it's no different than a like a hamburger helper. Right. It's, a, it's a boxed meal where you you know you add in this case chicken, and you mix it all up and you cook it in a pan, and you're good to go. They didn't have the flavor that we like of the Velveeta cheesy chicken skillet, so we got the grocery store brand mm-hmm. of the cheesy chicken skillet. Let's give it a shot. Let's see how it is. The cheese was it was it was it was yellower. I get it. Like the the Velveeta cheese is kind of a whitish yellow, whereas the knockoff grocery cheese was like yellow, yellow. There are certain things that I actually think are better in a generic brand. There is an Italian salad dressing from our Price Chopper grocery store. It's that whatever their brand is, Best Choice, I think it is. Okay. Best Choice. Um, I think it. Mike, it's the only one my kids will eat. It's so good. If you make a pasta salad, which is one of my specialties, um, it's the only one dressing the I can use. But <laughs> that peanut butter and jelly. I mean, hello. Jenny's not a cook. That's a okay. Cook. But anyway, no. I think there are some things that are better in generic. There's also a, a plastic wrap. This is dumb, but from Target. That I think the Target brand plastic wrap is actually better than the regular. Have you noticed that Target has a new generic brand in their store? Have you noticed? It? I don't know what what is it called. Because I think and it was like you. Market Pantry for the longest it was time. Market Pantry. But there's like another one in there now, and it's all over the place. And it's in, oh. it's in the grocery department and in the, not in the Chip and Joanna department, but it's over. But this is what I love about Target. Even their generic stuff, like they know. Target knows. It's it's going to be generic, but it's going to be good. That What is it? Walmart's uh-huh. is Walmart's best choice, right? No, or, I think or, or, that's no. price stuff. Oh, um, um, um. Great, great, great value. Great value. Great value. There it is. So... As we stare at Tater. Yeah, I know. I'm the Walmart <laughs> guy over here. But back to, was the knockoff brand that you bought, was it good though? Not as good as the original. Okay. However, I will give them credit. They actually called. They're like, when you're cooking the chicken before yeah. you mix everything else in there, they said, put a little, a little tablespoon of butter in there with the chicken. And I think we are, and we really like that. So now we're going to take the butter idea and mix it back with the Velveeta brand box dinner when we find that at our local grocer again. Very excited about it. Of course, telling somebody to add butter is always going to work in my mind. You know, I'm not oh, yeah. a butter person. 
Um, and we use country crock. Sure. Because I think it's I think it's healthier. It's actually it's actually shed spread. I don't even know what shed that means. Spread. Shed spread. <laughs> but you know when you're just used to eating something or using something mm-hmm. that you're, you might, your, your whole life you don't think much about it? Example, toilet paper. I'm sorry. Back to potty chat for a second. When we were growing up, we had a well, and so we had to use a special kind of toilet paper, very thin, not soft. You could see through it <laughs> because mm. it was the only one that would, what am I trying to say, uh, disintegrate or yep. whatever? Yeah. And so that's the toilet paper I used my whole life because that's all I knew. So when I got my own apartment, you know, when I was a big girl, I thought, I'll just toilet paper all by. And my husband, when I met him, he came over and used the bathroom. And he came out of the bathroom and was like, what in the actual hell is that that you call toilet paper? <laughs> he came out waddling, can't even like walk. Well, because like... he probably pushed with the normal amount of pressure that you would right? use with a two-ply <laughs> toilet paper, and it probably broke, and his fingers probably <laughs> went where the sun oh, don't shine. That's man. probably what happened. How's that, that lasagna part? over there? He was seriously appalled, and I was really embarrassed because I just didn't know any better. That's the toilet paper I've always used. Probably because his fingers smelled like poop. Okay, this is so gross. <laughs> So then he comes over, literally the next time he came to my apartment, he brought me a 12 pack of Cottonelle, and my life was forever changed. I had no idea what was out there. Fill in the blank. The best brand of toilet paper is... I'm going to go Cottonelle. Well, I buy the Scots from Walmart that's very thin, that's but sturdy. That's stuff! Wait, that's Yeah, the it's stuff. good. He's, no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. He said it was... He compared it to mulch, and I was like, yeah, no, that's actually... No, it's not. And you know what? <laughs> they they had been out at the Walmart, so I had to buy Charmin, and it's okay, but more expensive. I am good with the thin to win. Wipe it up. I'm good that ex- to go. That, ex- that explains that smell every day when he walks in. We have got to change the subject. I think you have poopy fingers. Ew, poopy stop fingers? Stop the poopy Here. fingers. Here, I will smell. always go. Ew. I'm no. with you, Jenny, with the Kleenex Cottonelle, the rippled Kleenex Cottonelle, yeah. preferably a little lotion in there, kind of like a lotion. like tissues. To, and yeah. that is that is satisfying on the hiney. I'll tell you that. How do we feel My about bidets? My so charm and shiny. Yeah, that is the go. best jingle. That's great marketing right there. I yeah. mean, why not make a joke? Everybody poops. They make jokes about it. They make books about it. Everybody goes. But why not make light of it and say, you know what? Everybody has to buy toilet paper. Everybody has to buy paper towels. Why not just make jokes about it? You know, but you, you say that word the same way my dad does. You've got a little what? hillbilly in you there. You I say, got a little hillbilly in you me. You do. Okay. You say, and I, and I do it too. Toilet paper. Toilet. 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 Do you sit on the toilet when you go to the bed? You know, you sit you on the, the toilet. toilet. We were talking about that yesterday off the air. Just some of the words that that we say strangely. Like I say, B A G E L. How do you say that? Bagel. 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 I I, I think bagel. I sound like you, but I apparently don't because everyone calls me out for saying like bagel. I've got a, bagel. very close to that word. I've got a friend uh, Lindsay who's uh, raised in South Dakota, and she. Uh, she runs a, a company, and we, and we all got together recently, and everyone got gift bags. And she was like, all right, everyone gather around. It's time to give away your gift bags. Bags? Bags. 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 That's so funny. I say milk. My mom like says. M-E-L-K. Instead of eagle, she says eagle. We were talking about oil. She says oil. Well, you know what? That's something that as I've gotten older, I start saying it more and more like a hillbilly. My dad said that I always made fun of him for it, and it was literally the day before we recorded this podcast. And I was telling her, I was like, I got to go to uh, the, the dealership because I gave him oil changed. Oil. Oil. Just don't set, start saying warsh. I can't with you if you no, do that. No. My mother in law no. says warsh. We, you know, and I, what drove me the craziest, though, is we used to have a governor. 
We used to have a governor in this state who said the name of the state wrong. I believe it was Jay Nixon who said Missouri. No, I can't. No. The governor of Missouri. There's an I at the end. The governor of the state called it. That was, that'd be like old Hot Rod Blagojevich back in the day calling it the great state of Illinois. Ugh. Yeah. Did he do that? No, oh. I'm just giving an example. Oh, he's I, just a criminal. <laughs> I love So when Hot Rod was governor, and that's my name for him. Hot Rod. When he was governor and all that stuff was going on, I was doing morning radio in the state of Illinois, a small town in Illinois. And I got to tell you, he was my show every day. I tweeted him several times. I just thank you for being so crooked. My show is great because of you. He had great <laughs> stories every day. And I did. I had a, a Hot Rod sound effect. He'd be like, it's time. Vroom, vroom. Here's the latest. <laughs> about hot rod oh well that's what I think and I'm not getting political here but that's what I think when Trump it, at some point is out of office um, what, what what in the world are the late night talk show hosts going to talk about you who know, are they going to make fun of what are they going to spoof I, on I SNL will, since with, with Donald as president it really is you know you're one side or the other uh, and I and, and there are certain issues where I can see you know, I have my opinions. We all have ours. We can all kind of, but there, are, you can see the other person's side. Like, I see what you're saying, but my argument is this, and sometimes it's just okay to disagree. I do hope that when his presidency is over, whether it's this upcoming January or four years from now, I do hope the world calms down. And almost, I think we're to a point where we almost need to care about politics a little less to get back to the real world. Here's my thing is that at some point, no one is going to want to run for office. No one. Because, I mean, unless you lived a perfectly shiny life with not one blip, and we've all had blips, that's impossible, right? Oh, yes. you got to live and learn, and, you know, everybody's made mistakes, some bigger than others. But, you know, I don't think who you are at a certain age means that's who you are your whole life. You know, we all, we grow, we learn. Anyway, I don't think that anyone's going to want to do that job. I don't think I would want a president who has never made any sort of mistake ever. And I'm with you on that. Very but unrelatable. I, but I feel like that our society, I don't know, at least the way we throw it out there on social media, like we do want that. Like people do want that. They just want this pristine person and you're just not going to get that. They just want to tear people though. Like they, they don't want to, like there are people out there who literally, they don't want to see anybody else succeed. They're, they just want to, if they see somebody succeed, they're like, oh, I wonder how I can tear them down. Well, what a terrible, nerdy, doofus way to live your life. But changing the subject sort of, not really, is that social media. And we both, have you watched it yet? The Social Dilemma oh, on yeah. Netflix? We oh. both watched it. And I'll tell you, that makes you want to throw your phone out the window and then get rid of all your social medias, which I, you did on your phone. I deleted all social media apps on my phone. And what I'll do is like with Facebook and Twitter, I'll check them once, maybe twice a day from a laptop. I'll just kind of check the notifications. And if I need to post something, I'll post something and then immediately turn it off. I won't cave into videos. Yep. I won't get sucked in for hours. My wife watches TikTok videos for at least an hour a day. And I'm like, I jokingly kind of smack the phone out of her hand. Like, I'll be like, oh, there goes your phone. What are you going to do now? But then I'm like, but if you didn't pick it up, that'd be okay, too. My husband gets sucked into the ads on Instagram. I mean, I have, too, but it's just funny to me that he has gotten sucked into it. This week, he purchased, like, all these boxes come. I'm like, what is this? He got, he bought this, like, 
I don't even know how to explain it. It looks like a grill. Like it looks like a griddle, sort of. It's sure. very heavy. And I you love put a griddle. It, okay, well, you put it like on the grill, <laughs> and then you're supposed to put your burgers on that, and it's mm-hmm. supposed to do something magnificent. Well, he made burgers on it, and I'm gonna tell you right now, they weren't that good. Oh, it's does just, he it, listen to this? I told him that they weren't that good either. <laughs> they well, I think that's mainly just a. Uh, that's not really about a, a taste or a flavor thing. It's just to prevent things from falling through the cracks of the grill. It keeps it all there. It seemed like a scam to me. I thought it was just not worth it. What else did he buy? I'll have I'm, to think yeah, a minute. He I, buys, I, bought I, several I, things this week. Okay, so you think maybe it was a, a useless purchase? Is that fair to say? Yeah, which I make plenty. I'm I, not judging. I was about to. Well, you kind of were. And oh, I was like, yeah, but don't. I'm not judging. I make tons of useless I, purchases. I was about to say, let's look at your last Target receipt. <laughs> let's see. I bought. I got sucked into an Instagram ad. I bought these things called Doodle Dazzlers because I thought my kids would just love them. There, mm. you might remember these from when you were a kid. But they're they're you like you shake them and they're these metallic markers that have sort of an outline when you as you write. It's got it's metallic and it has like an outline on. It. I don't even know. Anyway, I ordered them. I still don't have them. And I got a tracking notification. They're still in Shanghai. So it's a good chance I'm not going to have these suckers oh, for Christmas. It's, it's still over in China? Yeah. The home of the coronavirus? I know, right? The China virus? Right? Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh boy, we just lost half our listenership there. Sorry. No. No, it's all good. All right, so coming up next week on this very podcast, I want to talk a little Thanksgiving. No offense, Producer Tater. Jenny, have you ever hosted Thanksgiving at the house? I have. Okay, I'm going to need your advice. Okay. Okay, that's next week, the morning after podcast. We thank you so much for listening. Uh, And if you'd like to give us money for us to talk about you on this podcast, we'd be cool with that too. Uh, Just reach I really don't care how you do we're looking at you squatty potty looking at you